man Dante the Dark Knight and welcome to Eagles Talk the off-season podcast edition of our popular Facebook live show Eagles Talk and I'm joined here today this is our first podcast I'm excited I'm joined here today by my regular co-hosts Shelman and Patrick Sandlin the last you guys heard of us if you follow us on Facebook is uh, we gave you a little sneak peek into our photo shoot which went very well very well um and and we got some nice shots out of that and you might even seen our show page with uh the three of us looking dapper and 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 we got a lot of compliments on that but we're in the off season now um free agency has not just not started just yet but there's a lot of talk the combine is going on now and we'll talk about some of the things that we've observed today today being friday um what's the date what's the date friday that's third march 3rd so uh the running backs and took part in there 40 times so we'll talk about that a little later on but without further ado let me bring in my co-hosts shellman and patrick how are you guys doing starting with you shell how's it going everything's going well uh sitting back enjoying during the combine uh looking at the young men uh perform and looking forward to seeing them play on the next level Oh, that's great. And how about you, Pat? How's it going with you? Everything's going well. I'm just looking at all the rumors and just can't wait for this uh, free agency uh, period to start and uh, us to get rock and roll with the, uh, with the draft. Well, then without further ado, let's just jump right into it. There's a lot to talk about. And the hot topic for the day is Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, the Eagles are showing interest in acquiring Brandon Cooks. He's been... Uh, it's been made known that he's on the trade block. He's available from the Saints. The Saints want a first-round pick. Um, I don't know if they're going to get that, but I want to get you guys' uh, opinion on just uh, do we need Brandon Cooks? How much would you give up for him? Uh, I think he is a uh, is an asset. No, no doubt he will be definitely a weapon that we can um, use with Carson Wentz. He's a young guy. He's a dynamic, a burner. Dynamic player so far uh, in the league, and um, I think definitely we could use him in our stable. What do you think, Shell? For first round, he want they want first round pick. They want a first round pick. Do you? What do? You, what would you give up for him? And do you want him? Do you even want him? I, I, personally, I see him as an asset. I see him as a tool in the toolbox. Um, uh, one thing you gotta look at though, you gotta look at his size. He's only five ten, so. Uh, I know he's somebody that can go get the deep ball, but I don't know about how 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 good he'd be going across the middle with the with the safeties and the linebackers. Um, I wouldn't give up a first round for him. He definitely get a second round draft pick and possibly a third and maybe another player. But I'm not going to give up a first round draft pick to get him. Um, he's coming up on the end of his rookie contract, so uh, he's going to be looking for some big money. He's been put, he's been very productive, so his numbers are not an issue, and he's young. So he's he's calling for some big money. Uh, you got to look at that too. Yeah, I, I um, you know that first round pick kind of scares me. But you know that's that's what they do. You know that's what they do 
in, in, in the talks of trade negotiations. You, you put an offer out there and then there's counter offers. So you, you're not going to you're not going to lowball yourself. You're going to put out the highest possible uh, value on your asset as possible. And these guys have placed a first rounder on there. Now, I don't think he's going for, for a first round pick because of just what you said. Uh, shell he's he's getting ready to come off his rookie deal so you're, you're going to lose you're not going to have him for the cheap for very long so you're going to have to pay him and um and, and with a first round pick i know it's a hit and miss we you know we we don't know what a first round pick is going to do and we kind of have some um film and uh we have we have a lot we know a lot more about brandon cooks than we do or with a potential first round pick so but still with that if let's say Hypothetically, we hit with one of the wide receivers that we we get to choose in the first round. First round, if it is indeed who I would like to see is Mike Williams or or, or Corey Davis, um, and these guys are what we think they are. We would have them for the first three years at a very very uh, reasonable price. Whereas Brandon Cooks, we're going to have to pay. So we have to take that into consideration. So I don't know about a first round pick. What do you think, Pat? Um. For a guy that ran a four three, I don't care what his size is. <laughs> um, I would I would see. I think they're more or less if the Eagles were to offer a second round and the fourth round and a player, uh, regardless if your your asking price is the first round, I, I think the Saints will go ahead and take that because that's more uh, uh, that's more more chips to add to your plate to you know add players um, for that team. Um, not a first round, not a first round pick. I, I would not, you know, trade my first round away because uh, I'm looking forward to growing with a new receiver. Um, might it be uh, Mike Williams or Corey Davis, um, but a second rounder and a fourth round, I would definitely depart with for Brandon Crooks. And that's what and you and you say that because that's that's what's being uh, said out there now, like a, a second yeah, and a fourth. Yeah, I believe that's being that's being dangled out there for the Saints. Uh, it's a deal that's part that was offered by the Eagles, and I believe uh, come Monday morning um, that may be the official deal. Maybe something else. I could be totally wrong because um, again, it is still a rumor. Um, but adding uh, Cooks to this team makes the receiving core just that much better. And, and adding another receiver in free agency would be great. Also, you know, you can't you can't have enough uh, enough weapons around a young quarterback. Yeah, you're right. Um, again, I, I'm, I'm kind of along the same lines. A two, a two is even high for me. I don't, you know, I, I know you, you know, you want to get the, the best out of a trade, but you know, ultimately there has to be a win-win. But even a second round pick is high for me, and I, and I like Brandon Cooks, I really do. Um, but you know, I, I would try to no, lowball them. I mean, if you're offering players like uh, Michael Kendricks. Uh, who else? They want a defensive player. Um, Barwin. 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 What do they play out there in in, in, in Seattle? I mean, um, in New Orleans. Do they play a three they, four? They, they switch. No, they just switch to a four three. All right. So see, well done. Uh, well, they, they, they play. They play what's called a multiple fifty. So they play a four three, and they play some sets in a three four, depending on what the offensive front is. But uh, their base is a four three, but it's called a multiple fifty. All right. Well, then, if it's a if their base is a four three and they they and they and they use that formation majority of time, then Barwin Connor, I mean Connor Barwin, is not going to be an ideal fit as he wasn't in our four three. That's why he's expendable now. He's 
he's uh I don't he's okay, but he's not he's not yeah, he's taking better as a three four outside linebacker. Right. He's better as a three four yeah. outside linebacker. Linebacker. And I agree. If he was if they were if that's what their base was, then he would be perfect for them and he would have a lot more trade value in that situation. But Michael Kendricks would be okay in either or, I think. Either or. He's the he's only thumper we have. Um, I, w- I would keep him. Man. He's the only downhill thumper we have. Nah, he's out Well, you got to look at his production. His yep. production last season doesn't even show you that. It was a game or two that he didn't even play. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not necessarily you say he's a thumper or this and that. He hasn't, he hasn't shown and proved of his draft grade, you know, and it's time to stop baby guys on. If you're not going to play up to your potential, then we need to move on from it. Right, exactly. And, you know, and, and, got, yeah. and with that said, and, and I hear you, Shell, you got, you, you, you have, you like him. And he's a player, and I think he still is a player. How many players have we seen leave the Eagles, go and perform at a high level somewhere else? So a that's lot. where his value a is. A lot. <laughs> we see that a lot. So that's what we're, that's what Howie should be selling to, to the Saints. Like, you know, we're not, he's a castaway from us, but we don't sell it like that. We got to sell him like this, this dude is still, a athletic, talented linebacker. He just has fallen uh, out of favor with our defensive coaching staff. Basically, that's what I see. Um, does he have limitations? Yeah, he agree. does, but I think he has enough uh, talent that somebody else can probably get uh, a lot more out of him. So we're selling. That's what how he should be selling him. This dude is a dynamic linebacker. We'll give you him and and maybe a third. A third. I'll give a third. Um, him a third, and I'll throw even Connor Barwin in it. If it takes a third and two and, a, and them both, I'll do that. Uh, a second and a fourth, and one of them. That's too much. That's that's, that's a lot. Much. That might be where you have to go to get a dynamic receiver. But you know, we have to. You know, the market is always shaped upon the needs of the teams involved, and our need for a dynamic receiver is great. Their need for defensive players are great. So hopefully somewhere in between there we can work something out without uh well I don't care if they they get burned, but I, without us getting burned. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if they get burned. I just don't want us to be burned. So I I I don't want to see a first round pick walk out the door. There there's some people I'm reading some reports of of, uh, of people that are willing to give up a first round draft pick for Brandon Cooks and and, and their basic premise is that he is a dynamic receiver we already know what we're getting from him so why not give up the first round pick where we don't know what we may be getting from whatever player we choose no matter how high they are um they're they're ranked and stuff like that you know it's still a gamble when you when you select somebody how many high highly ranked players have we seen come into the league and, and turn out to be nothing especially like receivers and that's what and that's presumably what we will be uh picking in the first round now we don't know what's in Howie's head what's in Joe Washington's head we don't know but everybody presumes that we will be looking for one of those top two receivers uh, Mike Williams or Corey Davis and with those there they they fit the bill they check off a lot of the boxes but it's still a question mark on whether they would perform at this level and we already know that Brandon Cooks can perform at this level but even with that I don't know. A first round pick is a lot, man. It's a lot. It is, and uh, I, don't, I don't think I don't think we should depart with our first round pick if that's if they're not budging off. You know, uh, the first round pick thing. I think we need to move on 
and just wait, wait, wait it out and get somebody in free agency. Um, because our first round pick is is, is 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 highly valued right now, especially after you won the coin toss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we and we did win the coin toss. I didn't. Let's throw that in there. The coin toss was today, so uh, it was us and who the Colts, us and the Colts, and we have Minnesota's pick. So. We did win the coin toss. So here we are with another off-season win. And as I said before, I'm tired of off-season wins. I'm, I'm tired. We have been the off-season <laughs> champ for the past two seasons. We have been the off-season champ. We have made moves in the off-seasons where we have won the off-season Super Bowl for the past two off-seasons. But they have not equated to any more wins in our regular season. And I'm tired of that. I want to win the offseason. I want to I, I don't I don't care about winning the offseason. I just want our offseason moves to um, translate to the regular season where we uh, have more wins and possibly a playoff berth. Nobody's I don't think I'm you know, you know me. You know me, so you know guys, we if we rewind the tape, if you go back, look at Facebook Live and week two and week three I had us in the playoffs. You know, I'm I'm just, you know, I wear my emotions on my sleeves. I, I don't you know, I have us in the playoffs. And and I'm still optimistic. I'm still in this offseason, I'm still of the belief that a couple of uh couple of assets a couple of uh, holes filled and we will be a playoff contender. Not I'm not saying we're gonna be I'm not jumping out uh, the, the plane is saying we're going to be a Super Bowl contender, but we can very well be a playoff contender. And you know what? You know me. You know, I, I don't – we may be a Super Bowl contender. I don't know. I mean, look, the Cowboys were 4-12 and 12 in 2016. 2017, they were 13-3. and three. They were legitimate Super Bowl contenders this year. Now, did they they didn't get there, no, but they were contenders in a year turnaround. And that can happen to us if we if we fill these holes just the right way. So I'm not going to say that we're not. I'm not going to say that we will be, but I'm not going to say that it's not possible. We get a I think we get a we get a better schedule this year since we did finish last in the NFC East. So, you know, we've got to we got to be able to, you know, make the right moves and and keep and keep hope alive. I know Howie's out there selling it like it's going to take a while. And that's good. That's what you should sell to the fans. But I'm saying just be precise with these moves because we never know where we may end up next year. So, yeah. Uh you brought up somebody brought up something. Oh, the free agents. Okay, cuz I'm looking at this and guess who got released today? Do you guys know who got released today? Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall got released today. What do you guys think of possibly bringing in a Brandon Marshall here as a stopgap? I I say this. I would go after Brandon Marshall. I would go after Terrell Pryor. And I would go after Deshaun Jackson. I would get out of those three, get the two on the low. So you got two receivers that are are already NFL uh, capable of playing on, on a high end level. I would go get uh, a receiver in the draft, and I'm going to say it. I would get Delvin Cook in the first round. Oh, Shell, I've been practicing this. You know, no, you know me. I've Shell. <laughs> oh, Shell. I don't believe this. Shell, a running back. No, I'm seriously. You know what? I don't. I'm not. That is the only running back. That is the only running back. If um, some things unfolded a certain way, I, I wouldn't be opposed to taking him. He's the only running back I think is worthy of us maybe taking in the first round, depending on how our 
free agency goes and stuff like that. If we fill some holes, if we get a Brandon Cook and we don't lose our first round pick, and um, and maybe we sign a a a cornerback, uh, a cornerback in the free agency, then I wouldn't be opposed if he's on the board um, to maybe reach out and get get him. I wouldn't be opposed. We would if we had Brandon Cooks with without giving up a first round pick, and we sign a, a, a legitimate cornerback in free agency. Um, we would have two of those holes filled, and why not? You know, this guy's supposed to be one of the dynamic run, running backs out there. Uh, I would I would compare him to like a Shady McCoy. He could be a game changer. Yeah, he's he's nice, man. I seen him. I seen him in the. The Miami game totally take over. Um, he, he surprised me with his explosiveness. And um, last last season, uh, prior to this year, him playing, he was one of those backs that gets hit and goes down. This year, that he was he was getting hit by by dominant linebackers and bouncing. He bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. So that tells me that he did a lot of uh, leg work in the off season, and he's ready to play on this level. All right. Well, listen, I, I got to stop both of you guys. Y'all, y'all talking nonsense. I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't need a running back in the first round. I understand how dynamic these guys could be. Uh, Devin Cook is, is a good guy. Fournette is a beast. He's a, he's a made up monster off of Madden. But we do not need a running back in the first round. There's a lot of running backs in this whole draft that's capable of receiving a pick by us. And I believe we need to get something for the quarterback, quarterback which we got last year in Carson Wentz, to have him throw to. You know, we we want to give him a running back. Yeah, we give him a running back in the first round. So what's the defense going to do now? We're going to put nine in the box because you can't. Your receiver is not capable of doing anything. And bringing Brandon Marshall here is just – I think he's on the downside of his career right now. Um, he is contracted with HBO, so I think he's more focused on his uh, his life after football. And I, I want to bring him here. I would not bring him here. I um, would not bring him here. All right. No. All right. So, all right. So moving along to my next topic then. All right. Free agency is about to come up, what, March 9th, I believe? March night yep. opens up. Okay, four o'clock. Free agency starts. I'm giving you guys. You have your 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 Howie now. You you've got a, uh, you, a, a and your Howie with a uh, with with a with an open check. If you could, what's who's the one player you would like to see the Eagles sign in this uh in this free agency period? This with with who's available and all you know. Um, we have all all signed. Jeffrey is available. Um, Revis Island. Revis Island. All right. Well, look, look. All right. All right. Well, we know who's available. So I'm, I'm gonna start with you, Pat. You got your choice. Your wish list. <laughs> who are you bringing in here? If you can sign one player, who is it? Well, we we did this a few years ago as as an organization, Eagles organization. We went to the second tier uh, type free agent. And we signed him to uh, we, we picked him up in free agency with Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins. Mm-hmm. I think we need to go that route again because I think we make out better when we sign second tier free agents because they end up becoming a, a staple of our, our our team. And I'm looking at uh, Logan Ryan, the quarterback from the Patriots. He's a hard nosed worker. He's a very good cover corner, and he's a good tackler. I believe he fits our scheme, and he's a second tier. Uh, um, 
uh, free agent, which wouldn't be too much on our our, our, our overall cap because right now we we got fifteen million dollars to play with. So I believe we should go after Logan Ryan, uh, a second tier free agent, and I believe he's going to work out better than any other free agents we had at that position uh, as far as cornerback goes. Now you know what I so agree with that um, that assessment because I do I do think that Howie although. We've had some big splash signings in free agency. I don't think that they work out for us as well no. as as our second I, I, tier. I, like when we go I, I, after that I tier two, who I disagree. Look at Asante Samuels. Well, that no we're going back. Coming up. We're going back some while, but I mean, look how far you have to go back. You know what I'm saying to say that you. I mean that we've had how many top, you know, top tier signings that have we had since Asante that has been a, a swing and a miss. We've had multiple, multiple, multiple. since Asante. We had Nomni. We had Byron okay. Maxwell. We had the the, okay. the the Marco Murray. We've had some okay. top-tier signings that have not worked for us, whether it's been our fault or their fault. It's just not worked out for us. So I'm, I'm, I'm of that same belief of Pat that we do better by getting value out of that, that, that second-tier uh allowing those you know allowing that first day or 24 48 hours go by and then seeing what's left over when the dust settles and 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 picking among them and and that that pick logan ryan is a great one what about aj boy from uh the texans i think he's gonna get max money you think he's gonna be a top tier signing yeah it's gonna be max money okay all right so he he stopped him uh gilmore from buffalo they don't get top money um, being the top two corners. Um, but, like I said, Ryan is, is you know, he, he's worked in the shadows of, you know, the hoodie up there in, um, in New England. <laughs> I believe he's going to be a very good addition to our team. It won't cost us that much uh, uh, compared to, you know, A.J. Boye and um, Stephon Gilmore. They're going to be – they're ranging between 12 and $15 million per year for, for the corner as a top-tier corner. I believe we can get Logan Ryan between four and eight. You know, that's that's a steal. All right, yeah, that would be a steal. All right, so who who else will we have? I have a, I have a question. I have a question for you, though, Pat. Is is, mm-hmm. is, is, is Ryan more of a, a zone coverage corner because of the scheme that the Patriots run, or is he more of a man to man run with run with you go get the fifty fifty ball corner? Well, if you ever pay attention to the their defensive scheme in in New England. Um, they do play multiple different sets as uh, far as man or or his own. Um, and they, 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 they really, they, if you ever watched it up close, Logan Ryan, whatever side he's on, they never throw to his side. He's a very he's a very good cover corner in the aspect of he can play both zone and man. And he attacks the ball. He attacks the ball from the receiver. He attacks the receiver. And he, make, he he makes plays, you know. He, he's a quiet guy that you know gets the job done quietly and never get notices. He, that's the guy. That's the guy I want. <laughs> All right, now I'm on um I'm on WalterFootball.com, right? And they have these free agent cornerbacks ranked, and, and you know they have Logan Ryan ranked like number four. They got him ranked over Stephen Gilmore, actually, or or, or is that the same? Maybe they're tied. And uh. No, nah, yeah, they have him ranked over just above a spot above um Gilmore. And um So they have him in the top 5 of the uh cornerbacks that's available. So 
we hope that he's, you know, hope that he is a tier two and, and doesn't come off the board in that first, the first 48 hours of uh, free agency. If he doesn't come off the board in the first 48 hours, then, then yeah, he bought, he's a, a, a tier two player. But, uh, yeah. you know, the top tier uh, people at their position, they usually come off within that first 48 hours of free agency, you know. So if he does last that long, then, yeah, I think he would be a great pickup. The, you know, if I go by this ranking right here, he's going to be a great pickup. Someone else down there, a, a, a dreaded cowboy is on the list. What do you think? I think he's definitely a tier two. No Mars? No with Mars Claiborne? Never? No. Just because no. he's with the cowboys or we just don't like his talent? It, it, he didn't. He didn't blossom into uh, last year. He was a. I think it was a number one draft pick for the Cowboys, and he had issues. He, you know, mental mental issues. He wasn't. He wasn't playing up. He was being a little selfish by himself, and I, I, I don't. I don't see it within him. You know, he doesn't live. Yeah, I don't. I don't see. Though. I don't. I don't see him as a football guy. It's like he got too much stuff going on. All right, now who's a who would you say? Uh, we're not going to spend a whole lot, whole lot of time on this, but who would you say would be the top cornerback uh, in this free agent free agent class? Because I want to, I want, I'm going to tell you who who they have on WalterFootball.com. Uh, what, free agents? Yeah, free agents. Revis Allen. Oh, they don't even uh, have him on here. Let me see. Maybe yeah, he's, he's he needs to move to safety. Um, <laughs> I, believe, I believe it should be um, AJ Goya. All right, well, he's number two. He's number two? Yeah, guess who they have as the number one. Jay Kirkpatrick? Nope, Jay Kirkpatrick is down there, and I don't know when this, this, uh, I don't know the date on this one. But um, guess who they have on this one? Better be Nolan Carroll. (laughs) No, it's not Nolan Carroll. It's um, Logan Ryan's partner. Oh, uh, Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler. They have Butler. ranked wow. number one. Yeah. Wow. And he's a restricted free agent, so he's not going to – I don't think, you know, anything that's thrown at him is can be matched, right, if I'm not mistaken? Can be matched. Yep. Yeah, he's can be matched. Right. So they actually have Drake Kilpatrick as number 10. But um, okay. that's, ama- that's, uh, that's just amazing to me that he would be that high. All right, okay, so we have – we have um, <clears throat> we have Pat's choice of um, Logan Ryan. If he had a player that he could sign in this free agent period, he would go after Logan Ryan. Now, Shell, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I dread hearing this because it might be a running back. I just I don't know. God, all right, but I'm gonna ask Shell anyway. So, <laughs> Shell, you got your you, you got a blank check here. You can go out and sign anybody. Who you getting? Who do you want the Eagles get? Um, I would get either Cook. Well, I got a blank check. I got to get Cook, or I would get um, Cook. Who? Well, Cook is not a free agent. Yeah, he's not a free agent. The no, receiver? he's not a free agent. No, he's not. That's all. We can only get him by draft through draft. By draft, okay. I mean well, I through trade. I'm to, sorry, um, through trade. I'm sorry. Now you can muster up, and you know you got a is blank Joe check. St- is Joe is Joe, Joe Staley still available? Joe Staley. All right, let me see. Yeah. You know we don't have interns here. You know I gotta I gotta pull up my own my own information. No, he's not available right now. All right, he's not available. Free agent. Who is he anyway? I mean, Joe's offensive offensive lineman. Offensive tackle. Offensive tackle. Yeah. All right. Um. 
Well, in, in that case, I would go after. I would go definitely go after a receiver. I would go after. Um, I know Terrell Pryor is supposed to be available. I know Deshaun Jackson is supposed to be available. I would go after one of those guys. One of those guys that can take the top off. So, again, who you got? One guy. Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Jackson. If you could do, you would get Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. All right. That's uh, that's not a bad. That's not bad. We need a guy to, to, to take off the top. And you had to open out, and I'm not opposed to him. But how much would you like? You have an open checkbook. I mean, I'm telling you guys I'm, I'm that you have an open I'm, I'm, checkbook. Four four year deal. I mean, seven million it, a year. It's surprising. I'll give him, I'll give him a, I'll give him a million dollar. I'll give him a million dollar bonus for every every year that he goes over a thousand yards. Look, look. Again, let me back up. Wait a minute. Wait a wait a minute. Wait a minute. We we I, I, I just gave you. Not only did I give you Howie Roseman's job, which is a hell of a promotion right here because you guys are not getting paid at all to be on this show. So I just gave you Howie Roseman's job, his paycheck, and I gave you um, I gave you Lori's money, an open checkbook. You can go out and get any free agents you want, and let me let's just review what you guys just said. You have an open checkbook, and Pat, you want to go get Logan Ryan. I give you an open checkbook, and Shell, you want to go get Deshaun Jackson. What yeah. about these sex, the sexy free agents out here? Nobody wants no. to, nobody wants to take a blank check and go get a, a Alshon Jeffries. We've been there, we've been there, we've nah. done that. Nah. Yeah, last time we've been there and done that, we went to the Super Bowl. The no, last no, no, time no, no, we've no. been there and done that, and when it got a top-rated wide receiver was To, and we went to the Super Bowl. Well, do you remember the last time we, we had a blank check and we, we went out into a free agency and got all the sexy picks? Yeah, we did. I know. That was a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to bring up the name. Yeah, Dream Team <laughs> yeah. comes to mind. Yeah, the Dream, uh, the dream, the dream uh, Team, right? I'm not going to I'm not going to bring that up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So you guys are just playing it smarter. I'm That's going, why I got you guys the, here. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm going at the solid players, man. I'm going at the guys that I know are going to help elevate the team. I'm not going after the flash in the pan because – with a flash in the pan, after the butter dries up, is nothing but burnt, burnt, burnt pan right there. I need somebody to help me win, man. Yeah, I hear you, and you know what? And I and I'm of uh, the belief that you know, yeah, you you got to kind of shy away from the the flash and the sexiness of the pick because we need players of substance. I think you just said that, Shell. We need players of substance, and Pat, you just brought up a very key. And, and probably like the example of like a great tier two signing for us. And that was Malcolm Jenkins. See, we need when we had the, the biggest problem we had with with um, the dream team. And even a couple years ago when Chip Kelly went out and got and got Byron Maxwell and, and, and um, DeMarco Murray and, and things like that is we need to bring in people that are going to embody the eagle eagle spirit. And, you know, yeah. and the dream team didn't. It seemed like those guys were just passing through for the paycheck. And they were, you know, they just got a lot of money, and that's why they came here. But we need somebody that's going to embody the spirit of being a Philadelphia Eagle. And Malcolm Jenkins is the last great signing we have who has done that. Like, he doesn't even seem like – he seems like a homegrown product, doesn't he? I mean, the way he yeah. presents himself, the way he – the passion he has for the city – and for the team, it seems like he was just, we drafted him 
and and we brought him up through the ranks, and we didn't. He yep. came from another team, but that's how solid of a guy he is, and that's how dedicated and determined he is to help this franchise win. He embodies the spirit of being an Eagle. So we need to invest gotta in look, um, doing – Right. We need to invest in doing <laughs> our due diligence in the vetting process and not just bring in talent, but bring in good guys. And I don't want to I don't want to um, go all Chip Kelly on us with this culture thing. Mm-hmm. But we do need to bring in that they can you know, I don't care if they have a little nastiness, they can have a little nastiness, but I need them to sell out for the Philadelphia Eagles. I need them to embody what we are as a city and, and what we're trying to do as a team. So, yeah, I, I see you guys did make some solid picks. You can't get any better than, I mean, Deshaun had some, a cloud hanging over him, but they never proved what they said they got rid of him for. I think that was all a farce. He was not a part of a gang or anything like that. I think that was just an excuse they used to get him out of here, but he it wants to come back. Effects. Yeah, they were all turning It's a handwritten letter from the captain of the police department and said he was not affiliated with any gang members, that he went to high school with the guys, and he has not seen them since. Well, if you're getting a handwritten letter from the captain, why why would you get rid of the guy? Well, how much, well, you, think how much you think that letter costs? How much you think that letter costs? That's that that's, 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 that's an offense. Let's move forward. I'm sorry, man. I, I, I got a little upset right there. Man. Sorry. All right, so, yeah, so he would be, you know, he fits the, the Philly culture. You know, he was here before, and we didn't, you know, we had a little problem with him when he was in this contract dispute. But I think he's older now, and I think he would, he definitely embodies that Philadelphia spirit, and um, for the right price again. And and uh, Logan Ryan again, I think he'd be a solid guy to bring in here, uh, coming from the Patriots and that system over there. I think he would be a solid guy too. So if it was me, you know me, I'm. T- uh, let me see. Who could I get? Who would I want? Um, um, how about that Murray guy, the running back from Oakland? Oh, um, he's a good pickup. He's a value pickup, actually. Yeah, I would oh, think. Davis Murray, yeah. Latavius Murray, I think he would look good in the Eagles uniform. I would love to see him there. Um, and we could have him for a couple years, you know, like we could, we could make it work with him. We could make yeah. it work with him and not have to worry about, and, and, you know, maybe pick up a, a running back in the late rounds, then take a, a stab at the running back in the late rounds, getting down, we're talking yeah. about running backs. Um, Jamal Williams, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, if Jamal Williams is there, which, all right, I, this is a great segue into this. Cause we, I would, we all were watching this, the scouting combine. Today yep. and the, the running backs ran their forties, and some of our guys didn't do good. I mean, it was not a fast class, but I guess as it went on, we got more sub four point five uh, times. But in the the first rounds was like, ooh, they look hard. They would, they looked, you know. I guess four or five is the average, right, Pat? You told me four or five yeah, is the four average. Yeah, four five is the average, and they were all above four or five in that first round. There are a lot of, and them. it's all just you know that's that's in you know shorts and, and the tanks and the shirt. You know the, the game film speaks volumes. You know the game film speaks volumes for them. Well, you know, yeah, like that's said, for the top you wanna, prospects. You wanna be, you, you, you want to be careful though because that stuff trans. You know, I mean, like you look at Ezekiel Elliott last year. You look at um, uh, who's the back that uh, ran ran the fastest time? 
uh, the four two seven guy, Chris Johnson. Like some of that stuff transfers on to the field too. So you do want to be conscientious about. So would you, you call Chris Johnson the all time back in the NFL? No, 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 no. I said he had all one right. of the fastest. <laughs> he had one of the fastest times. He he was he was dynamic for a period of time in the NFL, but he took a he took a beating because he was undersized. Who's that? It's the same thing what happened in his college days. He got injured in his college, in college, but at the same time, he was a fast guy. He was always a good fast guy. When you get somebody in space and they're fast, of course they're going to win because you can't teach speed. You can't, but, you can't teach speed. But overall, you, you know these guys are on four, five, four, six. You know, but you look at their game film. You know, they're 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 beating up on the defenders. They're literally like these defenders don't want to make a tackle with these guys. I mean, we got Fournette. He's freaking two forty. <laughs> but yeah. like I said, this this class, this class is of running backs is actually one of the the largest backs that uh, whole class wise that the NFL has seen in the combine in a, in a period of time. The times are slower than in the, than than the times in the last three years. But as far as their size, all the all the backs are nice size backs. So just just by the dynamic of their body structure, their, their times are going to be a little bit a little bit slower. Um, but I, I think they're they'll go be a little more consistent in the NFL. I don't see these guys get injured as much. I mean, in their careers, um, I, I think this is going to be a good class coming out. All right, now yeah. so we got some of the the top speed today was Logan. Uh, I can't remember his first name. Logan. TJ. TJ. Yeah. TJ, TJ Logan. TJ. Um, Four dot three seven. The notables. Let's let's go to the notables. The notables. Delvin Cook ran a four dot four nine, and Fournette ran a four dot five one, which is not bad for a two hundred and forty pound running back. Yeah, this guy is two hundred and forty. He's two hundred and forty pounds, yo, and he ran a four five. Nobody who who wants to come? Who wants to meet him in the hole? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and then, the, and the, especially like the fourth quarter, who wants to? You know what I mean, after he done pound you for a game, he, 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 he reminds me of Tyrone Wheatley. Yeah, Tyrone Wheatley, big back like Tyrone. He's he's tall, but Tyrone was a little bit taller than him. Um, but you're talking about somebody when he, when they when he when he got to the Raiders, he had a real good NFL career, man. Oh man, and um. Where's my man? Uh, where's your guy? Where's your guy finished? He ran what? Williams? Yeah. He ran a 4-6. Four, 4-6-0. Six. Four, six, oh. But, you know, through the other drills, you watch him through the other drills, he's more, he was more fluid. He was taking steps. And, um, uh, he has he has natural hands. So, you know, a later round, I, I knew he would run around between, you know, a five, a 4-5 or 4-6 um, because he doesn't have that top end speed, but he has that quick burst. And yeah. one thing you can determine by that is look at the ten yard split. I don't have it in front of me at this current tech time because, like you say, we don't have we don't have any uh, interns. 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 Well, this is this, this is the, the 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 uh, the beauty of this now that it's a podcast is number one. I you know I can sit here like I am in my boxers and I don't got to worry about how I look when the camera and all that and. Uh, <laughs> and I can take the time to, to pull up some stuff in front of the on the on the computer while I'm talking to you guys because I can't be seen. So this is this is a great thing about the podcast. I can't be seen. So um, uh, I'm pulling up some things, but no, I don't have uh, all his all of his things. But I, I I am on a site that's 
giving me like their times in different uh, categories and stuff like that, which is yeah, he uh, had a he had a four uh, four point five second four yard dash time, a thirty inch vert, um, and um, what's that? One hundred point, one hundred twenty-three inch um, broad jump, which is actually pretty decent. Okay, all right. Well, that's he had a four six. His best uh, was a four dot six. So that was his best yeah, they time. Have, they have on NFL four dot five now when he had did the adjustment. Okay, all right. So and I and I like him. I like him. If he uh, imagine if he's there, what what round you think? You think he'll still be there in the fifth round? I, I think we going by the fifth. It may be an opportunity for us to get him in the fourth. But, um, but they, this class is you got you got some good running backs in this in this class. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So you know, uh, you know but still, Murray. I hate to say his name, but uh, Joe Mixon, even though he wasn't there today, he's 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 impressed by just looking at his tape. So. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot about him too. So that's what we have. All right, here we go. What else did I want to talk about the, um, okay, potentially catch salary cap casualty? Because we only cut, like, how many people did we let go? Uh, just one so far. Just uh, one, right? The Calvin, yeah. And we have some others that we think are prime candidates to be to be on that list uh, coming going down the line. And uh, I don't think they let them go yet because some of them have value. So, you know, and during this free we can agency, use them, use them as, as trade tools. Right, we can use them as trade bait. So I don't. I think that's what's that's what's keeping them on the roster thus far. Like um, we think Connor Barwin was going to be a, a salary cap casualty, but uh, you hold on to those players. You don't give them away for nothing if you think they are talented pieces. I mean, talented pe- talented players. They may have some value on the trade market, and you know we just talked about the Del- I mean the um, Brandon Cooks deal that's coming up. Um, he could be, he may be valuable in a situation like that because New Orleans are, is looking for defensive players, right? Um, but yeah. we did talk about that they've come out of a four three, so maybe he's not as valuable to them. But someone like Michael Kendricks would be valuable to them. Yeah, Michael Kendricks could play. He could play inside linebacker. He can play outside line, but he has speed. He just doesn't have coverage ability. He has very tight hips, so he can't get open to cover the slide or the running back. But as far as like just covering the tight end or you know uh, staying inside the box for screens and you know uh, coming downhill to take on a fullback, he's very explosive doing that. But like I say, as far as covering space, he's he, he's too tight. He's too tight. He can't do that. All right, then the, it's funny that you know we talked. You talk about this hips, and I was looking at the scouting combine, and uh, they were doing the drills for the offensive linemen, and I heard the guy talk, "Open up your hips, <laughs> open up your hips." I'm like, "Oh, that's what Shell talking about." So, Come on, open up your hips, open up your hips. I'm like, <laughs> I had no idea what that was. I was like, "Oh, there he is. He's opening up his hips." I, you know. <laughs> so that was interesting to see, but uh, yeah. So we have some players that we think are going to be. We thought we're going to be automatic casualty cap, I mean, salary cap casualties. And it's not a foregone conclusion that they they may still be cut. But in the meantime, we're holding on to them. And I think they have some value, such as Connor Barwin, uh, Ryan Matthews. Ryan Matthews, we think, is going to be a, a salary cap casualty. Um, but maybe, you know, you never know. The draft hasn't come around. We may be able to make some moves with these players that still have some value. 
They still definitely still have skills. Connor Barwin, like I, like we just talked about, in a 4-3 scheme, if you're looking for an outside linebacker, he still has value. He's only 30 years old. And uh, the last time he played that outside linebacker spot, he had 14 sacks, right? 14 yeah. sacks the yeah. last time he yeah. played outside uh-huh. linebacker. So he still has value. We would, we would hate to just give him away for nothing. So we hold on to these guys. But in the, in the end, if the – if we can't move them, uh, there's some salaries that we can probably get off the books and uh, give us a little, give Howie a little bit more uh, money, space to work with, uh, with this uh, free agency coming up. I think, I think Howie is a great salary cap guy. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily value his talent evaluation that highly, but as a as a okay. salary cap guy, but that's okay too because now we have a legitimate scouting uh evaluator on staff now with uh joe yeah, got a, a collegiate scout yep right so i think you know if he's if he's setting our draft board i think we should be in good shape and I'm, i can't wait actually to see what this draft brings about another reason why and this is probably a stupid reason why i don't want to give up a first round draft pick is because the draft is in philadelphia i i would hate to give up a, a first round draft pick for brandon cook's and, and then in draft night, we don't have a first-round pick. I mean, it may sound you know, stupid and it might be shallow, but I, I'm looking forward to the excitement <laughs> of having a draft in Philadelphia and being able to celebrate or boo, depending on the pick, <laughs> celebrate or boo whatever selection we make with that first-round pick. I would hate not to have that, and we did all, and we have the draft here in our, our backyard. Are you guys, anybody going down there? No, I'm thinking – yeah, I said, I, I said I might make my way down there because they're, they're supposed to have a lot of activities and stuff like down there for everybody to come and enjoy yourself. And I said, you know what? You, you don't get to drive me in town too many times, so why not? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I want I want to go down also. There, uh, I don't know if I... I, think, I was thinking about throwing a uh, draft uh, selection party at my establishment at, at 6143 Market Street. All right. <laughs> All right. He had to throw that product in there. Placement. <laughs> yeah, product placement. All right. <laughs> but um, so we got it's a very exciting time. The, the talk with um, the Brandon Cooks deal is out there. Um, we'll know something definitely. You know, no, no move can be made until the ninth, uh, which is what next Thursday or so. So we'll next definitely Thursday. next well, Thursday. Okay. All right. So we're going to hear a lot of this in in this week's time. It's going to be a lot of yeah. talk on the Brandon Cook's uh, situation and stuff like that. Another possibility or another uh, way to look at it is, how how good is this guy? I mean, we we've seen him. He, he's dynamic and things like that. But why is uh, why are the Saints? Why do they even have him out there? Is it something that you know? I, I take I take Sean Payton as a brilliant offensive mind, and this guy is a explosive offensive player. Why why do they have him on the block? Is there something we don't know about him, or you know? Well, the, the word the word on the NFL why is that he's kind of selfish and. He feels as though he should, he should have caught more balls, and like I said, him him even saying that is after him having an explosive year as he had last year, 
he feels as though he wasn't he wasn't used his production wasn't used as much as it could have been. So he, even even his ceiling is higher than what they put it at. That's I like a, that. I'm like allowed to. You. I like that. I, I, I like a receiver being selfish about getting the ball and and, and being so called diva because we don't get that anymore. You know, you, you get these selfless receivers that we have now in Philly, and you know they don't they don't complain enough about, about receiving you know receiving passes in this office because they don't get open. Then at that, they rather go out and party after you know before the game and stuff like that. Don't worry about what they need to do. We need some selfish people to go on this team, which makes it better, make it more competitive, you know? I agree with that to a certain extent. We can't, They can't be too devious. But I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I want a player that's hungry. I want a player that yes. wants the ball. You know, who want, Who doesn't want a player that wants the ball? You know what I mean? Like, where's your hunger if you're not out there and you want more touches and, and things like that? So I get that part. But, um, you know, it can't be so much so that it's, it's – it's, um, distractful from the, the team situation. Like we know yeah. we have a, a, a mega diva up there in New York uh, with um, Beckham. Beckham. You know what I mean? But, but who, wouldn't Beckham Beckham? who wouldn't want Beckham? Who wouldn't want Beckham? I mean, everybody would want Beckham. I mean, we had, yeah. we had past divas uh, that were just awesome. I mean, T.O. was a diva. Come on. Uh, mm-hmm. Chad Johnson was a diva. Some of the top receivers yeah. – and the the past era, this this past era have been divas, and they were just, but they were, you know, that's what made them who they were. So yeah, I don't mind that too much as long as Randy Moss. Yeah, Randy Moss was a diva. You know, as long as they don't, mm-hmm. you know, overshadow the team, I, I want that competitiveness. So yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with that. Um, and I would love to see Brandon Cooks over here. Come on, we we, we talk about getting some weapons for for Carson. And and that's the main focus, I think, in this offseason and start that process of getting him some weapons or what what better weapon would there be? Now, if we get a, a Brandon Cooks or something now, Deshaun would have to be out of the discussion after that, right? Not, 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 necessarily. not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, if he comes at a good price, he ain't get him on a low price. All right, well, look. Uh-oh. All right, so look. Tell me, if is Brandon Cooks a legitimate number one receiver? No. Yes. He's not a number one. He's not a number one. Okay. All you think about is his speed. All you think of is speed expat. And when you just take that away, what else does he offer you? So, Brandon Cooks, he can line him up. You can line him up in the slot, Pat. You can line him up in the slot. He can run the slot. He can line up the slot. You put him in the. He can run the screen. He can put him in the return game. He has a full dynamic game. The only thing that hinders him is he's a little short. He's only five ten, but all everything else. Is, all right, well that's what I'm get, that's what I'm getting at. So if we, it, even every, if you think he else is, in his game is is a number one. Everything no. else in his game. He, well, if you, even one. if you think he is, uh, at his size, I don't think he is either. Pat, I think he's a, a number two, a dynamic number mm-hmm. two. But um, even if you think he is a number one, you're telling me that you can put him. And, and and Deshaun Jackson on either side, and we're going to be good. Uh-huh. Those two little guys are going to be good enough oh, for us. Goodness, you have them on the on the outside. You have uh, you work Jordan Matthews in the middle of the field. Then you bring uh, Corey Davis in there to, to give him some experience, so he can be a, a, a great receiver in the end. Come on, man. Who would who would want yes. if you had that receiving core right now? No defense. Every single defensive coordinator would be having headaches going into our week of game. Yeah, like who's 
Who's going to defend that? Your safeties have to stay here. Your safety, free safety, strong safety are in bell technique the whole game. But I'm thinking, my, my thought is, they're, they're little playing. guys, and we've seen Deshaun Jackson be, ta- yeah. be you know, being taken out of a game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just by being, just by having a press corner, a physical press corner, they negate that speed of Deshaun. Um, so now you got two little guys. I know speed kills, but they don't kill if you can't get out there and run. You know, you can't kill anybody if you if you can't get off the line. You, and Deshaun Jackson has been, you know, it's been proven that he can be taken out of a game. Now, see me, I would like to see uh, a, a, maybe a, a Brandon Cooks or or Deshaun Jackson because to me they're like they play the same way. They they have the same style game. Have either yeah. one of them, and then give me a give me a possession receiver on the other side. Give me a Corey Davis uh, on the other side. But I can see how it would work. I can see how it could work because we still do have Ertz, which is a possession. A, he's a possession receiver, a big guy across the middle. We still have Matthews, who plays the slot good. Um, he can be, you know, he can be a possession receiver. So having those two burners on the outside, I can see how it could work. But my ideal situation would to have one of those burners over there and give me a, a Corey Davis type person on the other side. Even, even, you know, I brought up. You guys don't want him, but even a. Um, uh, uh, Brandon Marshall on the outside over there, uh, on opposite of Brandon Cooks, to me would be an ideal situation. Also, he's a beast. If if things don't go the way we want, where we can keep our number one pick or whatever, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind having him as a stopgap for a, a, a year or two. Um, a year or two. I'm just right. I'm just hesitant on his uh, his demeanor. I don't know. I don't. We don't need any more bad locker room guys here we need yeah. we need guys that's going to be quality and i'm okay with the uh with the with that divas style of being hungry but again not to the point where it disrupts the locker room and i, I think that we walk a fine line with brandon marshall i, 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 I actually gave it some thought i think 12 prior um i think a tandem with 12 prior now you agree with me <laughs> well, I, well, I just thought about it a little bit because you know what? I, I even though I like I like the idea uh, being an offensive guy, uh, I like the idea of having two uh, deep threat receivers and you know possession receivers underneath um, that would give a defensive coordinator sits. Uh, but at the same time, you know, twelve prior may become cheap. He might not come cheap, you know, because we only had one year at receiver, so that's the only downside. He's, but there's he's a dynamic. lot of upside. He's, he's, dyna- dynamic. he's dynamic. He's dynamic. He's dynamic. Let me finish. <laughs> All right. Four, four, four. Let me finish. All right. Yeah, one. Yeah, one season at full-time receiver. You know, he made the he made the best out of bad situation. And now he's trying to cash off on it. Man, that happens. That happens all the time. You know, you, you have re- you receivers that come into you know a last year or one year deal, and, and they do good in that one year. The next thing you know, they're 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 trash. You know, they're who we thought um, they were. You know I mean, I mean, yeah, so I, not who we thought we were. At a discounted price, I say go off the prior because I know Deshaun going to command you know at least if not upwards of eight to you know twelve million dollars a year. Even though he's thirty, he still can. He still, he still, still does a good job at getting open, you know. I'm not giving Deshaun over $8 million. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that. Yet. I'm not. I would do a four I would do four years, $7 million per, 
and like I said, I would give him, I'll give him an extra million if he can, for every 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 season he goes over a uh, thousand yards. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 based upon his production. If his production stays high, he gets the incentive more incentively he gets more money. I'm and not giving him four nothing. Money, <laughs> I'm not giving him four nothing. A thirty year old speedster, I'll years? give him a two for no, the third option. Do. <laughs> well, give him, get, give him, give him two with the third, third-year option. And if he, you know, twists my arm, option. maybe a three with a four-year option. But nah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not signing him to four. Uh, he's a speedster. You know, his only, his only thing is speed. Once that starts to diminish, his that's it. That's it. He's a one-trick pony. At one, at, one, at one point, he was he was averaging nineteen point five per. Now he's averaging, and now he's averaging sixteen point seven per. It's not a big, it's not a huge drop. And it's the, not and a huge the, drop. And I mean, well, don't get me wrong. I would love to have him in the fold, yeah. but it's you know, it's the money. The money part is going to determine whether he can be here or not. And and I, I agree with you, Pat. As far as um Terrell Pryor, he's only done this one year, and it was with Cleveland. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not saying they didn't play against NFL caliber talent, but it's kind of like, you know, I need more on his resume to, to, before I hand over a, a boatload of money to this guy. You know what I'm saying? I need to see more uh, more of his work. One year at wide receiver, it was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal year for him. But um, it's not like we got three years to go on and say, all right, this guy is the real deal. We don't know if he's going to do that next year. We don't know. So we don't know, it, you know, if he, if he does that, over here, you know, what I mean, you have to look at the division, his opponents, and uh, the the quality of um, secondary that he faced and stuff like that. So I don't know. I think he is. It's worth an investment, but how much? That's all. That's all it's about. How much money do you give this guy? And I'm not unlocking the. the I'm not handing a blank check over to him either. So. Yeah. You know, we have, you know, that's why we're sitting here, though. You know, so, you know, that's going to be up to Howie. Howie's got to do that, and I hope he makes the right decision. But, guys, we're, go- we're at the end of the show. Uh, it's been a-, been a pleasure doing the podcast. So, that's you know, it's, yeah. it's great. We're going to come back next week, and we're going to put out another one. And hopefully, if we do it at the same time, we'll know. It'll be after uh, It'll be after the, the free agent. I mean, the um, – the free agent period opens up, so maybe we'll have a whole lot more to be able to report as far as the Brandon Cooks uh, situation and, and and some other signings. Hopefully, you know we make a will be then have made a big splash by next week. But again, guys, I thank you guys for tuning in. I thank you guys. We're taking this this next step of our Eagles Live to the podcast now, as we promised on Facebook Live. You won't see us. Uh, live on video every week because it's the off season, but we're going to keep you guys informed with a weekly podcast of Eagles Live, and it started today. So thank you guys. Uh, next week, I'm hoping to get a guest in here. Um, I don't even want to utter the, the name until I lock it down. He did say he, he agreed to come on, but he's been on um, Fox 29. He does the Eagles. Uh, you see him around the internet a lot. I don't want to utter his name until I have him locked in, but next Next week, we may have a, a, a special guest on with us. So, again, thank you guys for uh, joining us today. And uh-huh. look for Eagles Live next week. Say goodbye, guys. Take care. Right. Go Eagles. <laughs> Go, Go Eagles. Eagles. Good night. Thank you. All right. We'll see you guys next week. This is your man, Dante the Dark Knight. For Patrick and Shelman Sandlin, we're out. Peace. Peace. Peace.